Yeah, it we used to so play bad. the Friends theme all the time, too. Yeah. I'll be there for you. Yeah. <laughs> now, we got to play this. This is when I got, like, excited. Like, I'd save this song for when I had an exciting bit. <laughs> WNBC. Somebody's watching me. <laughs> One time I went on and talked about how bad the music was on the station. Boy, did I get a reaming. <laughs> I, I you know, the other week, uh, Gary had some list and 99 Luft Balloons was on it. I was like, oh, that we yeah. used to play that too all the time. Coming at you, 99 Luft Balloons on WNBC. <laughs> and then I get reamed for, you made fun of the music. You didn't say WNBC correctly. <laughs> I said, I swear to you, I got a pretty good ear, you know. I, I think I'm saying it the same way Captain Frank does and Imus does. WNBC, little 99 Luft Balloons right out of Germany. You remember Germany. Weren't we at war with them? Listen to this broad. <laughs> Showing off our German. Das. <laughs> this worked perfectly in this song. W. B. Some of the jocks were so professional that, like, they would sing along the call letters, like they would do that. Yeah, like they would. What I was just doing. <laughs> By the way, when I used to play Ninety Nine Luft Balloons on NBC, little did I know that my intern was the guy who imported Ninety Nine Luft Balloons to Record World. That's right, Gary Delabati. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever he was. Oh no, he was my producer. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine we hired a guy for a hundred dollars a week to be our producer. I think like that. All proud of themselves. Remember, Imus got all charged up. Oh yeah. Get the call letters, that and then he point to the engineer. He'd go <laughs> W N B. And then he pointed to the engineer. He got all charged up. <laughs> His job. W. Nobody's better than me, baby. See, I'm a pro. Yeah. Yeah. You're making the music. You're not. You're not listening to it. You're being an active participant. He got all charged up. You do one of his bits, and then, boom. W. And baby. <laughs> what a dumb job. I was one of the other songs I remember now that was huge that we had to yeah. play almost every day was Wake Me Up Before You Go Go by Wham. Uh, yeah, and then that we was had a big them deal. on and we had to treat them like kings. Yeah. That was another big upbeat song. I want you to play your up tempo records, Pig Vomit would say. When uh, you got like a good up tempo bit. <laughs> and we could tell what that was because he hated every bit. <laughs> W. <laughs> Here, start that one again, Fred. I'll, I'll give you the musical. This is where the disc jockey becomes part of the music. W. And. B. C. <laughs> yeah, I'll charge that with my job. Douchebag. <laughs> Douche. I'm a douche, I'm on NBC, I'm playing these songs for me. 
WNBC. <laughs> yeah, so they had like wham into my show before they knew I was a maniac. And the whole time I got called into Pig Virus's office and he'd go, Look, look, we're letting you have these guys in, but don't ask them if they're gay. Don't ask them if they're gay. I go, what? Don't ask them if they're gay. You got it? I got it. It's a family station. Nobody cares. And they're the biggest group. And we play their song. Uh, okay. So these two characters come walking in. I go, are you guys gay? <laughs> <laughs> then there'd be a big memo embarrassing me about how piece of shit I was. Oh, here it is. According to the ra- the Rock Radio Scrapbook, the 1984 WNBC lineup was 5.30 a.m., Don Imus. At 10 a.m., it was Captain Frank Reed. Oh, really? Yep. Okay. You, then you Johnny and I, Dark. No, oh, wait, then was, us. Three that o'clock. Captain, Frank's, was, uh, Captain Frank was, um because it was important, it was a very big deal, it was Captain Frank's all-request hour. So Captain oh, Frank used to yeah. take all requests, and they wanted you to know that, and promote it all day long. Coming up at WNBC, Captain Frank's going to be taking your request, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But when did Johnny Dark come on? Here, I got it. 10 a.m., Frank Reed. 3 o'clock, Howard Stern. Much to everybody's chagrin. 7 o'clock, Alan Beebe. I am Bebe. That was his and whole then, thing. <laughs> yeah, that was his thing. Oh, he did it so well too. Oh, he was, was like, great. Uh, "Who was that heavy set dude? Big Ron? When did he come on? What happened to him? after BB? Right? No, Didn't he says twelve. Replace no. BB says twelve a.m. Johnny Dark. That was nineteen. Uh, what? I don't know. I don't know. That's when we got there. 1984. I don't remember Johnny Dark being on at night. I'm going to do my BB impression. All right. Give me a song, Fred. Ooh, that's a good one. I am BB. WNBC. See how I did that? Like that. WNBC. Yeah, we've got your all request hour coming up. On WNBC. Oh, I fucked it up. But you get me. <laughs> wow. Is it on helium? The other big one was Sunglasses at Night by Corey Hart. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was a hip one. Yeah. Like, those were the best songs you could get on there. <laughs> you'd get one of those an hour and you'd save it for when you were feeling really like you were funny. I'd play one of my bits, and then, oh, then I'd be like, uh-oh, time for some Corey Hart and sunglasses at W-N-B-C. Now, that sounds fine. Why Why was I doing it wrong? What, what did I do wrong? W-N-B-C. You know, I never listened to a tape of one of my shows when I was at WNBC, and you know why? Because I would have thrown up. <laughs> <laughs> Shittiest shows. Hey, John. What's up? Hey, Howard. So when you first got there in 82, it was Imus in the morning, Johnny Dark at 10. See, I knew it. Captain Frank yeah. at 1. 
<laughs> you at four, and then wow. Ron Ron was on after you guys at eight, and then Alan Beebe was on at midnight. That was the first lineup. Okay. Ron was a good dude. I liked him. Big Ron. Big Ron. I liked all the. I liked a lot of the guys there. I liked uh, Beebe. He was a pretty chill dude. I liked all of them. I didn't yeah. like the management. <laughs> right, and then, they were all nice uh, guys. I mean, they were except all just Imus. Yeah, I didn't like yeah. Imus. Yeah, well, that's legendary. <laughs> but uh, and then, but BB was Gary, a good dude, and I yeah. and I kind of felt like, wow, these guys are real pro announcers. Like, I wasn't a professional announcer; they were, and it was kind of nice knowing them. Like, they'd walk in all professional. A lot of them wore jackets and ties. I, you know, they all had deeper voices than me. Professional <laughs> radio voices. They'd be like, "Hi, Howard," and I'd be like, "Oh, hi." <laughs> I mean, hi, hi, Howard. How are you? They were real radio guys. They knew Hi, how to Howard. Do. This is Captain Frank. Don't yeah, know like why he was them. a captain. <laughs> because he got promoted from lieutenant. <laughs> What's your deal? Pig virus made him a captain. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a grown man calling himself Captain Frank. <laughs> captain Frank Reed with you. <laughs> He's aye, aye, sir. <laughs> captain. Yeah, and the Johnny Dark we knew wasn't the real Johnny Dark because evidently there was some other Johnny Dark. But they each accused each other of stealing each other's names. (laughs) Yeah, somebody was first. We'll never know who. Yeah, I was at one point so perplexed I was going to change. I was going to change my name to General Howard Stern so I'd be the (laughs) highest ranking official at the station. And and exceed the ranking of Captain Frank. I was going to be... Hi, this is five-star general Howard Stern at WNBC. And then he'd have to salute me. (laughs) (laughs) As long as we're giving each other names. Right. Yeah, General Stern. Or Supreme Leader Howard Stern, I almost became at one point. In order to to get some respect around there. (laughs) Uh, Vanguard, you should have called. Vanguard. (laughs) WNBC, this is Vanguard with you. Aye, aye, sir. Full steam ahead. It's the Captain Frank Show. Grown man. Captain Frank Show. I don't even think he liked it. I think he got out of rock radio and, or whatever we were doing and became a religious radio broadcaster. Yeah, so he didn't have to be a captain anymore. Yeah. He didn't want to be captain anymore. He retired. <laughs> WNBC. This is General Howard Stern with you. What is this song? Uh, rock me Amadeus. Rock me Amadeus, yeah. Rock, rock, rock me Amadeus, baby. Everything was baby. Baby. <laughs> Coming up next, Cruel Summer by Bananarama at WNBC. <laughs> yeah, the, the worst music on the dial. You might not like this music, but other people do, and you got to act like you like it. Hey, John, where'd you go? I was getting to you. What are you in a rush? What were you going to say? I'm back. Oh, what up? Uh, so after Ron left, it was Gary Bridges and then Bumper Morgan came on. Right. Oh, yeah. He was a nice guy, Bumper, Bumper Morgan. Yeah. He had a bad name, but he was a really nice guy. He was nice to me. He felt bad for me. He'd be like, Howard, you know, uh, I know they're beating you up pretty good, but I think you're a very talented man. <laughs> I go, thanks, Bumper. All these guys would just move on to different radio stations all the time. Like, it was no big deal to them. 
Yeah. They they blow in and out of there. I thought it was so cool. And each one had their own expertise. Like one of them would be good at giving away tissue boxes. Another one was good at singing the call letters. Another one was good at just going like, I am BB. And then some guys were just good at the weather. Like they, they perfected their weather announcing. They'd be like, yeah, WNBC, 54 degrees, dew point, 50 degrees. Whoa. <laughs> you know, like, like they gave you shit that you didn't even want. 54 degrees, dew point, 50 degrees. Oh, my God, we're here today at W. NBC. Sometimes I sometimes this would be the best song in the hour I'd play it twice. <laughs> here's a fact. Big Ron O'Brien died in two thousand eight at fifty six years old due to pneumonia. Oh no, in two thousand nine? Two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. I remember the lineup where it was me oh well it was Imus Soupy. Soupy Sales, then me. Soupy would always leave before I got in there. Well, after luck. a certain point, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I still oh, I, the- I want to apologize for that. I, I love Soupy Sales. He was my boyhood hero. I, I'm, I'm embarrassed that that happened, but I was a very angry young man. And then, um, and then uh, was it Wolfman Jack after us? No, Wolfman no. Wolf did middays for a while. Or no, Wolfman did like this weird pre-taped overnight thing. What was the guy, Alan Spector? What was the guy's name that did? Oh, Jack Spector. Uh, Jack, Jack Spector, yeah. Oh, it was Jack Spector after us? He followed Yeah, that sports no, show that, that, came on after us. That was later. What was it, John? Now, Howard, you're right. It was Imus, Soupy, you, Captain Frank at 7, and then Wolfman Jack at midnight. And then Gary Bridges came in at seven for Captain Frank. I don't Frank even remember with, him. With Jim Collins and Wolfman at midnight. And then after you left, Jack Spector came on at seven o'clock and Janet from another planet came into your slot after you went. Wow. But Jack followed us for a while while we were there. But how were yeah, you? Yeah, because we Wolf- used to have those crossovers. Yeah. He used to go, Billy, where's my water glass? He, our old intern work for, but Howard, do you remember that Wolfman Jack was all taped? So he would yeah, say stuff like it's you know he would say stuff like uh it's a little cloudy outside or it's just this side of the hour and he would talk to people and it was all tapes. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I wish I could get those tapes. It was so great. Yeah. His whole gig was uh he didn't work actually at the radio station. He um they had him they had thousands of tapes of him saying little bits of information. And uh the there was a guy's job he would just hit the tapes. I keep give and a weather forecast. show, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Hello? And then you go, hey, Wolfman, how you doing? Good, good. What's on your mind? What do you want to hear? You know, I was on tape, and then the guy go, I want to hear sunglasses at night. You got it. Wolfman Jack show, WNBC. That was the whole fucking show on tape. It was like a hologram. You were talking to a, a fucking tape. It's crazy. <laughs> it was the craziest, most schizophrenic part of my career. What a, and I don't remember most of it because I How blocked it out. How could they have had that many lineup changes? We weren't there that long. Because the station sucked and they got no <laughs> ratings except for when we were on. <laughs> but they kept fucking with our show. We were the only ones with ratings and they'd fuck with us. 
I love that song that you just requested here on the Wolfman Jack Show. WNBC. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird now, station. Did, did you say that BB was on after us for a while? Yeah. Because he used to come in. I remember I used to get in at 11. And he was already in. He'd be in the jock lounge. And he'd be had, had all these different pens and stuff. He'd be highlighting uh, all the music he was going to play. But we thought that he just wanted to get away from his family. He used to come in at 11 to get ready for his shift at 7 p.m. Well, you know, he was a married guy with little kids at home. He probably just needed an escape. I mean, that was my guess. I don't know. He was there awfully early to prepare for that show. Maybe it was very important to color in those, mm. uh, <laughs> you know, highlight all that crap. <laughs> right. Hey, Brian in Massachusetts. What's up? Hey, now. Hey now. Hey, now. hey um question for you. Now was the the manager guy from your radio station back in the day, was his name Pig Virus or was it Pig Vomit? Oh, the real story like is the story in the movie I that you guys I, called him Pig Vomit. I um You're right. I uh this is such a dumb story, I've told it before, but real quick. Oh. Pig virus was what I named like real guy. That's what I called him on the air at WNBC, pig virus. And I and, uh-huh. and that was like a throwback to my childish uh, days, my childhood days. I was at summer camp, and there was this kid who was just a fucking annoying. We called him pig virus. And when I met Kevin, the program director, I went, he was so mean to me. I said, what is the worst name I've heard in my entire life? Pig virus. Uh, then when I wrote the book, Private Parts, which later became the movie, in the book I changed everyone's name because one of the publishers at Simon Schuster said, change everyone's name, therefore no one can sue you. Not that there was anything in there uh-huh. I really want to sue anybody about, but so I, <laughs> I changed it to Pig Vomit. <laughs> and okay. uh, and then when they made the movie, we called him Pig Vomit, which makes no sense because it's a made-up name anyway. It should just be Pig Virus, <laughs> but... I don't know. It was so yeah. weird. So it was just like one of those. When you write a book, they have a legal department that just tells you to change almost everything in the book anyway. Right. Just, you know, to, you know, so it really made no sense. All right. Well, that's just what I wanted to ask. But yeah, I love so, you guys. But the guys time listener. I love you too. I yeah, you the guy's back, name man. was, thank you. The guy's name was Pig Virus. What do you want, Ralph? Hey, now. Hey, now. Hey, hey, uh, hey um, I just got to say, I, I fell for that. Uh, I fell for that announcement again. I thought you were going to announce. <laughs> yeah, and I Let think, just... and also, I think you should just keep doing that. Never make an announcement. Just say you're right. going to announce and play Journey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah well, don't worry. I plan to. It's going to be really annoying. Like you're going to forget about it, and then I'll play the and Fred will play, hit the Journey thing, and I'll every break I'll just wait. All right, listen. I want to quit fucking around. I want to tell you what yeah, I'm seriously. doing. You know, I've been talking to Sirius XM, but I've been, I, I've been, they want me to come back, but I've been holding it, Fred, I, I've, I've been holding up the announcement because I, I talked don't know it over I with want. Beth. Yeah, talked it over with Beth, talked it over to Robin, and I decided <laughs> to. <laughs> Which proves again, Sopranos is the best ending ever. Thank you. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. It's still great. You're still doing it. By the way, I had a um, interesting conversation with Ralph over the weekend. So, you know, now that we've been in quarantine, I haven't left my house in nine months. Just so you know, I know. 
Yeah. You haven't I'm, been anywhere but nowhere. your house. Just my house. <laughs> and I like that's the crazy thing. I'm so happy. Well, about you got it. a great house. It doesn't matter. If I was in a cardboard box, I'd be happy as long as I just could stay in my house. <laughs> uh, but that's me. But anyway, I've been staying in my house, abiding by the rules. And, um, you know, when coronavirus hit, it was March 12th that I went into quarantine. And whatever clothes I had at the house, uh, all my outfits for the show are in the city. Yeah. So um, Ralph has nicely said, uh, you know, I've been looking at you on the app. Some of your outfits aren't all that wonderful, especially the way you're tying the way you're tying your scarf. Mm. <laughs> he doesn't like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, he didn't like it. He goes, "You're tying your scarf." I've got time scarf. at home too, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's sitting at home. He, Ralph actually said the other day, "Thank, thank God for television." You know, <laughs> that's when you know oh, things are bad. Oh my God, I would, I would kill uh, myself. I really would at this yeah. point. He's literally watched everything twice. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> anything I bring up, he's seen already. But um, oh yeah, yeah. I'm so starting uh, stuff. Yeah, so anyway, uh, Ralph is going to uh, get on Zoom with me, and uh, he's going to pull some outfits, new outfits. And I, I so don't want to do this. I've been putting this off for a month, but, you know, he has some ideas about what I should be wearing on camera, even in this limited uh-huh. capacity. I just there's miss, miss watching you change. Yeah, COVID so then I said to him. worthy outfits. I said, Ralph. <laughs> yes, COVID-worthy outfits. And then like, they, so we're going to set up a Zoom where I change in front of him. <laughs> I'm giving him a Zoom fashion show. Oh, boy. Yeah. I'd also like you to show me your new underwear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you will benefit oh so, oh so much. I'm touching oh so my much. balls. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that's on the agenda, the Zoom fashion show. I might even actually record it. So, Oh, that, why uh, not? Yeah, that, that sounds be... like an exciting... We want to see what Ralph gets to see. Yeah, but he gets very serious. He's like, that. the way you tie that scarf, you, you're crossing it over the wrong way. Let me show you. I, I, pu- I pulled out a mannequin and gave you a whole demo. Come on. Yeah, he did. Send me a, a whole demo on how to tie my scarf. One of my friends who is in fashion, she said, in a pandemic, fashion is irrelevant. Well, not not with me and not, not Ralph. Not with Ralph. Right. Yeah. No, you can be fashionable and still be relaxed. You can be fashionable in your basement. Yes, that's what we're looking for. Relaxed. But me, I've worn nothing but sweatpants for nine months, but okay. Yeah. Basement chic is what you're going for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm starting to get, like, in the beginning of the pandemic, I was like, you know what? I'm going to dress for work every day and blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah. I'm you st- were doing that whole prisoner of war thing where you just keep up yeah. your uniform. Yeah, but, man, it's getting more and more difficult. I'm, I'm starting <laughs> to crack on that front. I don't care. But what I'll do is I'll assign some time for Ralph, and then I'll go and, you know, clear out the closet. And because uh, a lot of my shit doesn't even fit right. And then Wait I'll- a minute. You'll clear out your closet there. Yeah, here to create room for new stuff from the city. That he's going to bring from the city? How are you going to get well, this stuff? Oh, he, Ralph, he's no, just going to we'll hand it, it off. He's going to, he's going to, no, he's not coming into my house if that's what you're Okay, gonna. all right. Yeah, don't worry. No. Please. I haven't, I haven't even been in the city in fucking a year. I mean, it's crazy. That's not true, Ralph. I know it's not true. 
What do you mean? You've been oh, in wait, the city. I had Tony cut my hair. Yeah, but that wasn't even, I wasn't in the city. She lives on the water. <laughs> yes, That's you were. That's not even in the city. And she lives on the water. It's called Manhattan where she lives. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like, I going mean, into the city. I was on my bike. I didn't even get, like, uh, on the subway. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I was going to have Tony cut my hair again, and then I went, you know what, COVID is raging right now. Fuck it. Who yeah. I'm not going to do oh, it. These fucking idiots. And I got neighbors who are having parties on Thanksgiving. They had like they had like 20 people over. I just wanted to go over and shoot each and every one of them. I'm going to post so a big thing on my door about like quarantining. You, you, you know, I don't know what's wrong with these people. They're they're, they're insensitive and they're they're in, in some sort of weird denial that that it's not going to happen to them and their family and they're and not going to get And it won't be COVID. that bad and yeah, whatever. If they get it, it'll be nothing. But, well, you know, meanwhile, 2,000, now it's up to 2,000, over 2,000 people a day are dying. Ugh. And so, all right. Hey, Ralph, thanks. Bye. I don't want right. to get it. You know what it is? I heard all this over the weekend from him yeah. and I don't want to hear it again. He was bitching about his neighbors having a party. He was so upset he couldn't function. Could barely watch TV. <laughs> Somehow he really upset him. <laughs> yeah, really upset him. <laughs> all I know is this guy, he sits home all day and watches TV. Like, well, he did everything. that before the pandemic. But now it's even worse. I mean, <laughs> like, like before the pandemic, at least he used to go to the gym or go out <laughs> right, shopping. True. You know what I mean? Now he's like sitting at home watching TV. He told me he's been watching something. He's been, oh, he's been watching the Partridge Family Marathon on something called Antenna TV. Oh, my God. Yeah, right. Go find that, okay? I've never even heard of that one. You're not kidding. Oh, speaking of, listen, the reason I wasn't really jerking you guys off with an announcement. I don't have an announcement about what I'm doing, believe it or not. Uh, I really don't know. And there's a bunch of reasons why I don't know what I'm doing with this, uh, deciding to whether continue on with Sirius or not. But I guarantee you, when I decide, I will tell you and I will make an announcement. And I just really have no announcement. Despite uh, the newspapers a couple of months ago saying I had signed uh, some sort of radio deal, I did not. And uh, there's a variety well, of reasons. You know, we're getting short on time, don't you? Think? I know. Yeah, there's only like a few shows left. But there's a variety of reasons why I don't know what I'm doing. Do you want to share any of that or not? No. Because it all sounds so cryptic and silly, and it'd just be a big waste of time. Just needless to uh, go on with this topic, but to say, I have no, I, I have nothing to report. You know, well, How that's you... really the the rip is that you put everybody through that. Yeah. Well, thank you for Sopranos ending, and then you have nothing to say. <laughs> yeah. And I just did the Sopranos ending again. <laughs> And I will, and I'm warning you, I will do it again. <laughs> You're uh, terrible. Yeah, I am. I'm a terrible person. I've been saying that for years. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, Gary fucked with the whack pack. Gary uh, wanted to see how the whack pack would react if I retired. Oh, yeah? So he called them and said that I was hanging it up, that that's it. The show is over. Hmm. Um, it, Did any of them actually have a reaction? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Uh, first up, King of All Black saw my retirement as a uh, as a job opportunity. Like he immediately, 
It says something interesting about each person. Here's how uh, King of All Blacks reacted. Howard hasn't announced it yet. He's um, be announced probably later on in the week. He's not going to be resigning. Damn, that's crazy. All right. What are you going to do? I got a couple of thoughts. I mean, I might be able, I might be able to do some stuff at Sears, but I don't know. Hey, man, I wanted to like try to maybe try to get do something up there, you know? Because I'm, I mean, I'm not doing nothing, and I, I can't get an audience. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I was asking you for a connection up there. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, I know that they have a lot of money left over, but I don't know that they, uh, that they're looking to to hire. But you know, I could talk for three hours and, and still keep an audience with no commercial. I mean, I'm not bragging, but hey, I can do it. I did it. And, and I'm getting my basement done, renovated to be like a studio. So the truth is that we've just been kind of calling everybody to see what their reaction would be. The truth, Are you bullshitting? The truth is there's no decision made. I, I know it. I knew you fucking bullshit all this. <laughs> Good to know my body won't even be cold before King tries oh, to Oh, he'll in. be stepping right into your shoes, yes. And the next time you say to yourself, maybe Howard's lost it, maybe he sucks, picture yourself listening to King of All Blacks talking for three I hours I know straight. I can keep an audience for I three hours without I, commercials. I've done it. When? Where's he Where? done it? <laughs> At home. <laughs> In his own mind. I like even Gary tells him it's a prank, and he still continues to push about doing a show. Um... It was difficult for medicated Pete to express himself. I'll, hmm. You know, we told him, but you never know quite what Pete is thinking. You know what I mean? Or what he understood, apparently. Maybe he didn't yeah. even understand what was being said. Like, my impression of this is Gary tells him and tells him I'm retiring. And I, I'm not even sure what he fucking said, but I have it on <laughs> tape. Howard is not going to re-sign. Okay, okay. You know, it, 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 it is what it is. So I think that maybe still, still had a little, bit, a little bit of show in him, you know? When do you usually listen to the show? At at at, at, at 7, so. So are you going to sleep later now? That's a good 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 question. You know, I'll have to take all this in for, for a little bit and then um, see what happens. I'm, I'm I'm sad that that he's going to retire, but you know, I mean, I kind of thought it was going to happen. But what made you think it was going to happen? I don't know. I I I I'm I'm hard to put it in words right now, you know. I mean, but did you have a thought one way or the other that you were leaning towards? That's a good good question. You know, it's kind of confused up the whole thing. Yeah. What? You know how you exactly what? What was that last? <laughs> A lot of like, hey, hey, Pete, what thought is in your mind right now? That's a good question. Yeah, everything was a good question, even though it was the same question. Sometimes. And by the way, they weren't even good questions. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. He you know, yeah. asked it another way a moment ago, and then he said it that way. And Pete said, that's a good question. Yeah. Who makes less but, sense, J.D. Or, or medicated Pete? I don't know. That's a race. I don't know who would win that one. But uh, the <laughs> one thing about Pete is he right away wrapped it all up and said, it is what it is. <laughs> yep. I was kind of upset because it didn't seem like he was all that upset that I was not leaving. that broken up at all. <laughs> and I'm the only guy who ever has paid attention to him or done it. I don't him. think he understands the impact that yeah. nobody's going to call anymore. <laughs> this is the best. Pete, as usual, had trouble hanging up the phone. 
Oh. As you know, that's his thing. He's got OCD, and he can't be the last. He's got to be the last one to hang up. Yeah. All right, Pete. Well, thank you. You're a good sport. You know, we <laughs> love you, and uh, and be well. Hey, Gary, it's good to, good to talk to you again. Always good to talk to you, Pete. We love you. Um, I'll see you now. I'll see you soon. Talk to you soon. Okay. All right. You can, you can hang up whatever you want. Sounds good, Gary. Take care. I'll talk to you soon. See you soon, too. All right. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Gary. All right. See you later. All right. All right, Gary. All right. Take care. Oh take, you, can you can go. You can leave whenever you want, Pete. <laughs> I'll be here all day now. So. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Do you know how to shut this off, Pete? Uh-huh. Do you know how to shut this off? I think so. <laughs> so I'll just wait for you to turn it off. Then. All right. All right. Take care. All right, Gary. Later. Good to see you. Yep. Yep. There you go. Wow. He has more trouble moving on than Trump. <laughs> but, you know, again, he's saying, I'll see you and talk to you soon, Gary. No, when Howard leaves, Gary won't be calling you anymore, Pete. You don't know that. I've never seen two people more uh, alike than <laughs> Gary and Pete. Both of them can't shut up. Are there two people in the world less able to stop talking than Gary and Pete? Oh, my goodness. We had Shuli break the news to Underdog. Oh. Yeah. See how she takes the news. Was she excited? <laughs> I would think she'd be happy because she thinks I'm yeah. incubus. I'm, I'm kind of glad because uh, um, I remember back in 1992 when I was all, all on that awful TV show of his, I hoped when I when I heard that the show had been canceled, um, I was glad because I thought now people will stop bugging me about him, and then uh, but but they continued to. Now if he's retired, um, um, hecklers have no reason to uh, bother me anymore, and they better wise up. I hope in God's view that he uh, compensated for uh, his. His many sins of, uh, of foul language and uh, mockery under, on, on when you know when he was corrupt, but I still won't feel completely at ease until people stop bugging me about him, and especially they had better stop calling me underdog lady once and for all, because he he invented that expression. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, but oh, she doesn't realize that, like, if I retire, Mr. Shuley won't be calling her anymore. It's over. Another I mean, one who doesn't realize the impact this is going to have on her life. Yeah. But uh sounds like she won't be happy till I'm in the ground. Forget about I'm retiring. I'm glad, she says. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of glad because... Uh... <laughs> Uh, finally, we called uh, High Register Sean, uh, the conspiracy theorist. He believes I've outlived my usefulness to the Illuminati. Oh, that's why you have to leave. Howard mm -hmm. wow. is um, is not going to resign. He is going to retire. Uh, wow! 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 I, 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 it just it. 
I'm I'm a little bit of shock 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 right now. I didn't expect this. It, it, honestly, I really thought he was going to keep go, 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 going forward forward. But um, wow, that's that's great 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 crazy. Um, you don't think there's any conspiracy theory on how we're retiring, do you? I expect him to probably stealthily move out of the country. But I had one more possible conspiracy. You know, the Howard's now being allowed to 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 retire because he's outlived his usefulness to the Illuminati. I'm going to have a lot of thought about this. It's going to be all Howard all night in my head. Well, in all fairness, it probably won't be Howard in your head tonight because Howard hasn't really made a decision one way or another. Oh, you son of a. <laughs> there you go high register shawnee right away he can come up with the theories though oh yeah he's quicker on that shit than than anybody <laughs> with those conspiracies he's, he's faster than alex jones amazing illumin not 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 naughty <laughs> um all this talk of whether I'm going to retire or not, uh, I do have a bit if you want to try it. I don't know that okay. it's going to work. The setup would be, right now I could call future Howard, retired Howard. Hmm. And we try can that? see how retirement is for you. Right. Maybe this will help you with your decision making. That's right. You see, you get that. Maybe this will work. <laughs> so here's the premise. I am now going to pick up the phone and talk to me in the future who has retired. Okay. I will tell me what it's like to be retired. Great. This is perfect. All right. I bet you I'm out of this in three seconds. (laughs) Because you know I'm torn. I I don't know. Should I resign? Should I retire? So here we go. This is a picture of what retirement is like for you. That's right. Hello. Howard from the future, who is retired. Uh, hey, man, I got a question for you. Oh, okay. What's up? What the fuck were you thinking, you crazy fucking fuck? What, what, what do you mean? What's wrong? You, you're, the, you're retired, Howard, from the future, so you're relaxing and you're kicking up your heels. What's wrong? I'll tell you what's wrong. You're still stuck in the house all day, and you quit the one thing you had to do. Blow me, you dumb asshole. <laughs> well, let me check he makes him. a point. He makes, he makes a, a point. point. Robin, what, please. Let me, let, I'm trying to talk to myself. <laughs> uh, let me let me uh, check in with you, Robin. Should I keep going with this? Talking yeah, yeah, yeah. You I like want to find out what it's like uh, in the future. Okay. Um, now, you've retired, yes. Howard. Why, why all the anger? It's been six months since I retired, and I've watched all of Netflix. I watched half of you porn. My penis is numb. I mean, it's numb. I'm doing nothing all day. And you're numb from masturbating? Yeah, here. I'm going to smack it against the microphone. You see? (laughs) Nothing. Wow. You don't feel anything, huh? No, I don't. I'm going to shove it in the trash compactor. (laughs) Nothing. The nerves in my dick are deader than Eddie Van Halen. Wow. wow. You haven't lost your cutting-edge humor, I'll tell you that. Yeah, uh, I don't know if it's uh, yes. too soon for that right now. 
Well, I have a question yeah. for you, future Howard, who retired. What do you have? All these other interests you've always wanted to pursue, like drawing and painting. You know. Yeah, you get really good at that, and then you realize they have cameras, idiot. It's useless <laughs> what you do. Draw a dick and go fuck yourself with it. So stupid. You ruined my life. Oh, dear. Hmm. Should I keep going with this, or uh... I, I I don't know. I I hope there's something good about the future. All right, let me continue with this. Future Howard, yeah. who retired. Um, I know, I love Beth, and I know one thing will be great no matter what. My relationship with Beth, right? What about her? Well, now that you're retired, you can fuck her anytime you want. You must be having a party with her. You mean anytime she wants, you idiot. What do you mean by that? Clarify. What I mean is you're an old spider crawling on top of her. You think she wants more of that now? I mean, you got to be kidding yourself. She's disgusted by you. Oh, my God. Oh. Retirement. I mean, it's... Robert. That sounds dismal, Howard. It, 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 it's, not yeah. the way I, it's not the way I pictured it, retired Howard. Now, oh, shit. I'm thinking of starting a podcast. I'm going to call it I Fucked Everything Up. This was such a mistake. Hmm. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Maybe you better make a deal. Shit. <laughs> shit what? Yes. So what you're telling me is, let me sum this up because this could go okay. on all day. Yeah, he sounds awful. You're telling me Fuck I'm miserable. <laughs> what? What? Fuck you. I can't believe I'm miserable when I retire. Oh, wait a second now. Look who's on the phone now, Rob, and I'm going to keep going with this. It's Howard who doesn't retire in the future and uh, who remains at Sirius XM. Oh, okay. And I'm sure this will go better. Hello? Hello? Is this me from the end of 2020? Yes, this is me right now at the oh, end of 2020. Cool. Um, I have a message for you from my future. Eat my ass, you dumb idiot. I don't get what you're saying. Aren't you fulfilled making millions of people laugh? Oh, yeah. We're doing Jadini again for the nine millionth time. I'm really fucking fulfilled with the bullshit I got myself into. <laughs> So don't. So what you're saying is, I'm miserable if I retire, and I'm miserable if I don't retire. Oh, I hate my life, and now I signed that dumb contract, and I can't get out. I'm trapped. I'm trapped. Oh. So, future Howard, who signs with SiriusXM, you're mad at me for resigning. Is that correct? Shut the fuck up! I made a mistake. Do you hear me? I want to shoot myself. No. <laughs> You're in trouble. I'm in trouble. <laughs> Either way you go, it My. sounds bad. So if I stay, it's bad. If I go, it's bad. Uh, I mean, yes. oh, wait a second. Look, yeah, yeah, thank you, Howard. Um, <laughs> look who's on the phone now, Robin. Who? If I don't retire, future Howard, but only work two days a week, Howard. Oh. Oh. Let's see <laughs> what that guy sounds like. Hello? Hey, what's happening? Hello. Hey, who am I talking to? Uh, 2020 Howard? Yes, I'm uh, 2020 Howard, the present day Howard in my world. Uh, now, you sound actually happy two day a week, Howard, who doesn't retire. Yeah. Yes, I am happy. I, I found the perfect work life balance. It's awesome. Really? 
No, nothing's ever perfect, you fuckface. <laughs> I still have a tiny dick, and there's still Benji. I want to jump in front of a bus. All right. Well, let me t- let let me let me say this. Can you? I don't know what to do now. Nothing <laughs> sounds good. So, uh, no. thank you, uh, all future Howards. Thank you, by the way. Thank you. Yes. All. Yes. yes. No, it was. Fuck yeah. I hate you. I hate me. I hate you. <laughs> do, I hate, do I hate me or do I hate you? I hate you. You hate me. Hate you. Hate me. Hate, 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 hate you. Leave me alone. I want out. I signed a contract. Fuck it was you. a mistake. I didn't sign a contract. No. It was a mistake. Everything yes. I did was a mistake. Why doesn't that bummy no. climbing on top of her? Goodbye. Fuck no, I was. I hate you. I hate me. Who do I hate? Do I hate me or do I hate you? I hate you. I hate you. Hate me. Hate you. Hate me. Fuck you. Leave me alone. I signed a contract. It was a mistake. I want everything I did was a mistake. Why doesn't Beth want me climbing on top of her? Future all future Howard. Fuck you. I hate. Who do I hate? Do I hate me or do I hate you? I didn't sign a contract. It was a mistake. I hate Fuck you, too. I hate you. you hate me. Hate me. Oh, hate that's, you. What it, that's what it sounds like in my head, Robin. Ooh. Yeah, you heard. Oh, boy. Well, what a, good luck what, making a decision with that kind of information. What a, an ambitious uh, routine we just heard. I spoke to three future Howards, all of them miserable. That was uh, time travel at its best. Let me tell you something, Robin. I am sure the Radio Hall of Fame is right now. <laughs> They're talking about again. that bit and saying, yeah, he's definitely in. <laughs> the production value, all of the Howards talking Did you once. hear that mix? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm going to do right now? I'm going to call past Howard and warn him about that bit and tell him not to play it when it comes up. <laughs> but there it is. Me right now talking to all future Howards who take different options in the future. And all of them are miserable. Wasn't it great when all the future Howards were yelling at each other? Did you hear that part? That's what I love. That's what yeah. I love. Because I could, it was like battling Howards. Do you yeah. hate me? I hate you. <laughs> By the way, um, a lot of people wrote in about Elton John. Let me finish this uh, feed, fan feedback. Okay. Um, Elton John... Just bumped Conan O'Brien into second place. This interview was absolutely everything. Inspiring, insightful, easily considered as one of the greatest interviews ever. Thanks for a great morning. Isn't that nice? That's very um, nice. Did Elton John write that? I wrote that. <laughs> I sent it to myself. <laughs> um, and there were many, many others. It, it will sound too self-serving if I read all of these, but this one says best Howard interview of all time. And, and uh, an interview with Sir Elton John was phenomenal, remarkable, pos- positively one of the best. Extraordinary. Got a lot of nice feedback on it. Uh, very nice. Um, I enjoyed Elton. Many listeners point out they love uh, Elton's personal stories about his uh, friendships with legendary rock stars. Actually, yes. I read his book and I got to tell you, that's what I love most about the book. Elton really uh, has endless stories about what his life became once he got famous and got to visit all these famous people. And uh, it's really terrific. Um, This person wrote, I loved everything about the Elton John interview, but the highlight for me was when Elton admitted to throwing a tangerine at Bob Dylan for sucking at charades. (laughs) That was his there. I didn't know he was a charades guy. He loved charades. That was wild to me. By the way, they uh, ran that clip on social media again where I play charades with you, Robin, and you were terrible (laughs) at it. I I hate charades. I'm terrible (laughs) at charades. And I was even worse. (laughs) I hate charades. I don't like games. I don't like going to parties. When someone announces there's a party game, I'm like, And then they want to play stupid things like charades. 
Yeah. I'm like, look, I don't remember those symbols. I don't know what you're saying with your two hand fingers on your arm. I don't know what you want from me. Tangerine. <laughs> Uh, I'd probably get like a whole fucking cantaloupe thrown at my head. If well, yeah, they'd time. empty the bucket on you. <laughs> right. I learned so much during Elton's time with Howard. It was hilarious to picture him and John Lennon dodging Andy Warhol. I thought so, too. Uh, it was so nice to hear Elton talk about his connection with Bernie Taupin. What an amazing and once-in-a-lifetime friendship that very Incredible. few are lucky to have. Yeah. yeah. The songs are timeless, amazing chat, Howard. Yeah, you know... um, when I was reading the book, I um, couldn't believe, like, like Elton sums up the whole book by saying, you know, my whole life has been so many almost, and it, like, like, a, I, what a 